What's up, everybody? It's Bricky Sergeant Benny, and we are back for another episode of Life Through Our Lens. And Sarge has a new game for us. That's correct. It's called Where's Mine? And it's a game that I never know when I'm playing. Maybe you play it as well. But usually it goes, where's my wallet? And you go and try to find it. Where's my phone? Wherever you sit down. My favorite, where's my beer? You know, trying to find it around the house. Well, there is now another where's my, and it's where's my toothbrush. Oh, come on. Correct. Did you lose your toothbrush? I honestly have no idea. I have a nice electric toothbrush that is literally plugged into the wall. But somehow, some way, I set it down and I don't know where it is. I believe there is a device called a set it and forget it. And that's pretty much how I live my life. I'll set something down, walk away. I literally, so I went to a golf course twice in the same week and two times I played where's my credit card and it was at the clubhouse. Dude, literally your toothbrush is either in your hand or in the toothbrush holder. Like where else would it be? (laughs) Or connected to your wall charger. I'm speechless. What other activities do you do while you're brushing your teeth? I do a lot of different activities when I brush my teeth, whether that's doing something on the computer, whether that's just walking around, just getting ready for bed. But I have no idea where I put my GD toothbrush. And it's been like five days and I'm using a manual one. I'm going back to the Stone Age and it is brutal. It is just terrible. How do you brush your teeth without an electric toothbrush? I have no idea. I'm a proud manual toothbrusher. But that's beside the point. So I can think of three things off the top of my head that you should never lose. One, your pillow in your bed. Because where do you use it? In your bed. Two, your shampoo. Always in the shower. And three is your freaking toothbrush. It never leaves the bathroom. I know. That's bad, Sarge. It's bad. All right. So let's, let's break it down. It's been gone for five days. Is one of your family members screwing with you at this point? No, they wouldn't mess with Sarge and we're going to take his toothbrush and hide it. No, that would not happen. I mean, that's no one would even think of that. Like they'd probably, oh, I'm going to hide his keys, his phone or something like that. Toothbrush is like way down the list on, you know, and also shampoo is a scam, by the way, Bricky. I don't know if you knew that. Don't buy shampoo. Shampoo. You you don't wash your hair? Never. What? No. It's a scam. You guys have been getting swindled your entire life. I I never wash my hair, only conditioner. That's you don't brush your teeth and you don't wash your hair. Wow, we're taking hygiene advice from you. Get out of here. (laughs) First off, I do brush my teeth and floss every single day. However, shampoo is a scam. Everyone is getting duped by shampoo companies. You do not need it. The only time I wash my hair is when I get my hair cut, and I haven't got my hair cut in months. What about after you pooped your pants in Kmart? Did you wash your hair? I feel like you should do a top to bottom wash at that point. Well, one, I didn't poop in my hair. Thank God. I don't, I know, but still, I think you need a top to bottom cleanse after an event like that. Well, I, I don't remember what happened in, what I did in 2011, <laughs> but I promise you, I did in fact shower, but shampoo, I never use it. I'm a bar of soap. That's it guy. You're just a true outdoorsman. I don't know. Maybe shampoo is garbage. I'm not it is. 100% it's, positive. It's facts facts well, garbage. I'm on the dandruff side. So if I don't get some going, if I don't wash my hair, dude, it literally looks like gold member came over to my apartment. <laughs> it's just a freaking oh, shedding party. So I have to use it. Conditioner, you have to, it's in unison, but you only wash your hair like once a week. At least I do. I don't go nuts. I'm a loud and proud three in one guy. Best marketing for men ever. Three in one. Tell me it does all of it. Oh, yeah. One goo? Top to bottom. But, dude, I put it in my hair. I suds it up in my hair. And then it just holds it. And, boom, you just work your way down. It's it's the best. It's the way to shower. Sarge, I'm blowing your mind right now. You're freaking in the stone age with a bar of soap. Put a couple up right in your hand. Boom, work your way down. Bar of soap's the goat, man. Bar of soap is the goat. There's, There's a reason it's been around since the stone age. It works. It's a fact. Although I do, you know, I don't really get like the nice smells that you guys get, but that's okay. That's what cologne's for, for God's sake. So do you just like take the bar and just rub it on yourself or do oh, you yeah. get a wash? So you get all up in Air your bar. crack. So you go in the crack and oh, then yeah. on your face. What? No, 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 no. no. Okay. I, do, I do not start <laughs> in the crack. I'm not even saying you're starting there. You're finishing there. And then do you, how do you, okay, you no, no, here, here, here's how I start. Okay. So I don't just directly on chest armpits, whatever. 
I do a nice, get it under the water a little bit, make sure you get both sides and then get that first BH layer off. Then you're good. You get the BH layer off the soap bar. So it's been sitting there for a day and then you just wipe it off and then it's good to go. That is gross. That's not uh, how you shower. Have you heard of the five second rule? You know, when your food gets on the ground, it's the same thing. You know, just yeah. quick. The ground is not your butthole. What? You sure? I have questions. I have a lot of questions. Yeah. I'm also a no deodorant guy. Okay. What? You know what? No, Who no. are you? Why are we just Dude, finding I, out about this? I never wear deodorant. Deodorant makes me sweat 10 times more. Lift up your arm right now. You're yeah. fucking raining. It's, both <laughs> it's of raining them are pitted out. Well, one, I did have a hard day at work, and I'm also about to go work out after this. And I took Adderall today, and I'm still kind of getting going. Also, this is a gray shirt. I mean, come on. I have a blue shirt on, the second most showable. I got nothing. You want to know what I did today? I put on deodorant. You want to know what else, what else I did? So I washed my hair. I don't smell. Maybe that's just me thinking my shit don't stink, but I never put on deodorant. I used to, and then it just was so bad for a while. I mean, I would get it all the way down to like halfway down my side. I mean, it was just terrible. And then I stopped. Also, it like hurt my armpits. Like, I don't know if I would, I tried so many different things too. I don't know. It would just like feel like my pores were getting like, I don't know, clogged and my armpit hair was just like, oh God, I hated it. Are you putting it on correctly? Like I don't put it on. I just straight up. No, don't do it ever. Personal hygiene tips from your boy, Saj. Floss every day. Brush your tooth. Brush your teeth. Dental hygiene. Yeah, brush your tooth. That's what it's going to be for you. I don't know how to move on from that, honestly. The hair is one thing. I'll give you that. I feel like that falls under the male category. Deodorant. I don't know many men that don't do the deodorant deal. I would be a walking odor if I didn't have deodorant on, especially in the summer. It's been 85 plus degrees for three weeks. Yeah. And yeah. dude, there are girls who wear guys deodorant because it works that well. It's stronger. We got like the turbo strength for male deodorant. I feel like Sarge is not taking off the cap and just like rubbing it underneath. Good <laughs> guy, isn't it working? No, it never do. I don't know if I have like you know how Koreans that have like a good gene where like their sweat doesn't smell. Like I'm not joking. Like I don't really smell when I, you know, get super sweaty. Yeah. But they also don't put the bar of soap straight into their butt crack and then on their body. How do you know? I, I'm, I know <laughs> I I'm guess not I alone. <laughs> I'm not alone on this bar. So I've definitely done at that all. Before. I was a bar of soap guy until last wait, year. And wait, 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 what's the difference? What is the difference between using a bar of soap in your BH instead of, you know, whatever you're using, the three-in-one. What is the difference? Do you use your washcloth? No. When I'm done with my three-in-one, I rinse it off down the drain. Then I use fresh the next time. I don't take the same stuff. Wait, I'm so confused. So how do you wash your BH? I work down. So you use your hand. You you go straight in. So whoa, 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 whoa. So you are just straight up fingers. That's the last thing you wash. I agree. But I'm not touching my BH. I am using a a bar of soap. I have to squeeze it out of the top. It would be like if I just shoved that up my hoop and then was like, all right, I'm clean. And then the next time just out of the top. Sweet. All right. Good deal. We're we're doing it. That is what you're doing. But I believe once when you're in the shower and washing, there's water always coming down, removing that layer. So therefore, it's gone. And I also do the pre-wash before. I think it's fine. I used to do that a long time as well. Plus, bars of soap are cheap as fuck. Literally, exactly. you, buy, you buy you can buy an eight pack of like Dove Men's. It lasts an entire year. They they you. never ever run out. However, body wash just does smell better, and it is a little bit more convenient to get to the the more delicate areas. I don't like shoving a bar of soap on my ass. <laughs> I mean, I don't enjoy it either, but it is a necessary thing. All right. Should we move on we to our going? new segment? Let's yeah, do it. I think so. We I got think a brand new segment. We're going to get into it. We got a brand new segment called it's called five. <laughs> yes. The segment is called it's called five because we need to hire a segment namer and Not good at it so far. Yeah, we're terrible. We got two married guys, a single guy. It's called five. Basically just what we're doing. We're just describing it. But for this, we're just going to do kind of a little snake draft. The topic can be anything and everything. We're going to start off with pre driving activities that we used to do in the summer. So just like when you were a kid, 
stuff he did in the summer. Little nostalgia. I don't know if I explained that terrible or good. You guys will get it. It's just a snake draft. It's called five. To start off the order, Sarge has his world famous bowling hat slash going out to eat hat. Yep. And now draft hat. That is correct. All right. First off, we got Bricky, who's number one. (laughs) Bricky is first overall. Then it's your boy. And then it is Benny Mills. All right. So I get three and four, correct? Yes. We will fuck this up guaranteed. I love this. I love this. That was the pick I was hoping for. I hope you guys have some (laughs) garbage wild cards to kick things off here. (laughs) All right. So the reason it's called, it's called five is because we got five rounds. So we're each going to end up with five things. Sarge has volunteered to put together a graphic. We're going to throw it up and then have you guys vote on it. I got first. We just yes. kick it off right here. Yeah, kick, we, kick can it. We get a drum roll. Pick. Let's go with the first overall selection. Bricky chooses in the summer activities draft when you were a kid. Bike jumps. Oh, ooh, that was my hell, first overall as well. Hell yeah, dude! This was multi-purpose. I don't know if you guys had bike jumps just randomly in the woods in your neighborhoods. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Like it was just like you could just randomly go in the woods and then there's just bike jumps. It was the greatest. <laughs> so Ricky, when you're so your neighborhood, uh there was parts where there were you know, the new houses were getting built. Did you ever take any plywood and some nails and then make one or did you get the plastic ones cuz I've seen those too. No, you don't they, you don't buy bike jumps. I agree. I agree. There was yeah. a kid in our neighborhood who bought one. I was like, loser. Loser, yeah. So I would say the most common ones were just randomly in the woods, but we also did make wooden ones. We would start in one person's garage and just bike down the driveway. And the big thing with bike jumps was just how far of a gap you could clear. No yep. tricks, no nothing. Just how far of a gap can you clear? And actually, for some reason, I remember like six feet being like a milestone because we were in elementary school. Like we were pretty little. Six feet's a hell of a jump, dude. You guys sound like you got the Andy Sandberg uh, hot rod mentality. <laughs> Freaking got your capes on. Getting that we're going to jump the pool, baby. Six feet. The one thing I remember about that was if you couldn't find a jump and you didn't have the uh, the uh, tools necessary to build one, I was just like hopping the curves. We're at the edge of the driveway. It was like you're doing the figure eight all the way down a downhill, and then somebody oh, yeah. miffs it, which was always great. Wood jumps equally as awesome, probably more awesome. But I never actually built one. We oh. had one of those little black ramps, like the skateboard ramps. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. So we kind of just put more shit under that and then put plywood up to it the best bike jump is actually the dirt ones so back behind my parents house there's all these awesome bike trails and with that there's some sick little bike jumps that you would hit so you go through the woods and then hit these and oh just a riot did either of you guys take a serious tumble at all i never did i well i'm sure that i fell but i have one person who took a really bad one and he actually listened to this podcast shout out shout out shout out to cam he like this so this is before cell phones before everything and so like all of a sudden there was just like this wave that went through the neighborhood like oh dude cam got really hurt and he tried to i first i feel like it was like an eight or nine foot gap like this was a gap and he went for it. And you guys remember the term like case in it? Like you clear it fully, but except for your back tire. And so he got a ton of speed, like went and just cased it over the handlebars. Like tooth went through his lip and like into his nose. It was pretty gnarly. Blood oh. everywhere. Ooh. Yeah. Falling forward is definitely the worst kind of fall. The only time I ever really miffed it on a bike, like pedaling in, we're racing somebody. One of our friends jumped in front of me like a jack wagon and I had to hit the brakes, but I hit the front tire brake. So I did a full flip on the bike. Not great. No injuries were attributed to it though. I'd never really got super hurt, but I do remember one time, I feel like I got like 10 feet air. Uh, probably not, but I remember just landing in both my wrists hurt so fucking bad and i literally couldn't do stp sorry you guys probably don't know what that is that's uh summer hockey the worst actually gotta hated stp but anyways <laughs> i remember i had to skip that because my wrist hurt so bad from just landing not correctly 
off a bike jump. But uh, we'll, we'll move on here to my freaking awesome pick, which is Night Games. Oh, Ooh. that was two on my list. Night Games were the shit back in the day. So Night Games, hopefully you lived in a sweet neighborhood, but there was a bunch of kids in my neighborhood that were all the same age, which makes it so much better. I can't imagine if you were like the only kid in your neighborhood not to get to experience night games but uh ghost in the graveyard capture the flag was the goat kick the um, can kick the can was awesome as well i swear to god we made up another game but i i have to admit i remember the name ghost in the graveyard but i can't for the life of me remember how to play isn't it like one o'clock two o'clock three o'clock rock four o'clock five like that and then it's like midnight and then you go around like okay. you have to get around the house but like how do you get out i can't god i can't remember i'm pissed i can't the remember. people there's one person that starts that's it right and they're hiding somewhere on the other side of the house and so yes. you have to get fully around the house without getting tagged and if you get tagged then you're with them oh sick so benny did you play ghost in the graveyard in buffalo okay yeah it was a big game for sure Definitely better than hide and seek. It's basically the opposite, which is cool. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta like get through like a gauntlet of yeah. darkness and you're freaking out and everybody's kind of like, ah, oh, is he going to make it? And then if you got tagged, right, then you also joined. Yes. Yes. That's what party. It is. Yeah. 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 Okay. So then it was, it got increasingly more difficult as people went through. I don't know about you guys, but in our neighborhood, it was like you went in for dinner and when you came back out for night games, you were head to toe in black. Oh, oh yeah. yes. 100%. So I was playing football at the time and I was so into night games. I put on eye black for this one light that was on my neighbor's basketball hoop and it was super bright, but I was that intense about night games, getting all black, put on, put on eye black and then just go ham. And then, there were so many kids in our neighborhood. We could play the whole entire circle and it was awesome. So we play like, I don't know, like literally 20 on 20 capture the flag. And it was the shiznit. That's but we, freaking sweet. Yeah, it was really cool. All right, Scales, you're up. For my first overall pick, I, I'm torn because I think both of my number one and two picks are tough. But since I have back to back, I'm just going to send it. First pick for me is Wiffle Ball. Oh, solid pick. Just the the absolute primetime deal. The yellow bat, the little, you know, kind of flimsy ball. You didn't need a lot of people. If you had a lot of people, it was fantastic. But one-on-one worked as well. You know, that ball gets up in the air. You can run around and you can play for hours. That was probably the most played game in my neighborhood growing up. And then I didn't have the, like the, the neighborhood camaraderie like you guys both have. Most of my buddies were like, you know, ride your bike distance. So we'd always just meet up at like a local field or something like that. And if we could get three on three wiffle ball, then we were set for 10 hours. It was the best thing ever. Did you That's wear a sweet. glove? Never, dude. No, okay, no good, glove. good. Just yeah, making sure. Just no making glove sure. with wiffle ball. Come on. Like I said, I just needed to make sure because or else I was going to call your ass out because that yeah. was absurd. The only other thing is we, we did make a rule. No bomber bats, like those big. <laughs> yep. You remember what I'm talking about? A little Sammy Sosa action. Yeah. Uh, corked bat. None of that garbage because it was too easy to hit the ball a country mile. So the skinny yellow bat or get out. That was the the rule. Could you guys get decent curve on the ball back then? Oh, yeah. Sir, one of my buddies could do the like the slurve where he'd throw right-handed and it would go like left to right. Absolute nightmare to hit. <laughs> and then, of course, like you got to get a strike zone going. So with those Adirondack chairs... We always used to bring one of those. The thing was beat the hell after this because everyone's like getting up to it. You, you hit the chair in any capacity, it was a strike. So swing away or get struck out and, you know, little competitive kids. You guys, you guys ever get any fights? <laughs> there was a couple scuffles. There was definitely some, some animosity that ensued. Well, you know, there's always the, like the base paths or at that point, there's no like true, like, all right shortstop there's the first base it's like you just peg somebody as hard as you can which was amazing so some people be like dude you just drilled me in the head like what the hell is going on why did you do that well i wasn't aiming there it's a wiffle ball all right so it's part of the game maybe hit the ball not near a fielder so this is like a memory i have from that like not having enough people so it's like hit a double all right ghosty on second yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) ghost runner runs oh i love that (laughs) that's hilarious Oh, that's so good. 
All right. Well, that's that's my first overall pick. My other one that was very close. It was a close, close one. I think it's a dark horse in this fight. Is Foursquare. Oh wow! I love Foursquare. That's a wild card, dude. Foursquare rocked, right? Dude, it was the original Spike Ball. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was, and you know, you get all those goofy serves and you know especially i was thinking like grammar school activities like you get recess and it's nice enough to go outside because we're we're all from snow and ice country you know that's what you did it's like playground it's like all right somebody get the chalk we're going to war and foursquare rocked dude and then you know different serves different pop-ups different oh strategies. yeah oh man those are it was close for me those are close ones but i'll take those my number one and two that is a wild card. I didn't yeah. have that on my list, but now that you say wow. it, that was like a gym and recess staple. 100%. Absolutely. And it was super easy to play. Like if you didn't know how to play, you could figure out in two seconds. And it was sneaky tiring too. Like if you were really going, oh, that was not on my list either. That is fantastic. It was so like how the did... first introduction as well to cards as well. Because you have to get in as like the jack, get the queen, king, and the ace always serve. Oh, like yeah, that's right. Around. And then there was different weird like serving rules. Like you could only serve across or. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was it was interesting. Didn't one of the squares have like a little diagonal thing in it? You had to serve from there? Yes. Yes, you'd switch. Yeah. And then ace always served to the jacks. So you could just bully people who were trying to get <laughs> in there. Like if you were in the king spot, that was probably the prime opportunity because you didn't get served to usually it was like away from how somebody would react to the ball so that was the best thing the king was kind of the glory spot if you were serving and you're good at serving you just dummied all the new kids that finally got a chance they're like back at the end of the line (laughs) benny the buffalo bully (laughs) i just i love the competition i hated losing so much so that just brings back so many memories well my next pick will definitely bring back memories for you bricky but is canning cars Oh, you know yes. what I'm talking about? Oh, man. I, I didn't have that on my that. list either. Benny, do you know what canning cars is? No, not from that definition. Bricky, you want to give him a little breakdown of it? So you take two cans and we graduated up to like two liters and yeah. just ran, <laughs> yeah. basically random garbage. But you take fishing line, right? So you tie a can on one end and then enough to go across the street. Okay. And so then there's a, (laughs) there's a can on the other end. And so at night a car can't see it. And then essentially it's just made. So when they drive by it, then all of a sudden they hear the cans clanking behind it in the summer, it's summertime. So windows are down. So it sounds like your muffler falls off. (laughs) So we're basically just being dicks for no reason, but you guys were evil bastards. Oh dude, we were terrible, but it was so much fun because they would all be like, what the hell's going on? They think you have flat tire muffler get out. It's two Mountain Dew, two liters, <laughs> and, so, and the fishing lines just fall up in their axles and everything. It was just so. Too- how did you set it up? I don't understand. How like if you got? How did you get the string propped up? Street lights, uh, yeah, trees, trees, anything. pine trees are probably the best. Yes, nice. You guys are evil. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I can say I've never done that. I've never participated in canning a car. It sounds like it's fun. You just it see- was awesome. I wasn't doing it like until middle school. You, you start getting a little more mischievous, but uh, canning cars was the ultimate adrenaline rush, especially if someone would freak out. Oh, yeah, that was the best. That's a win for the night. It That's is all you win, want. And then all you do was talk about it. And if you had to run, there was nothing better. Oh, there yeah. was nothing better than running away from cops or angry neighborhood goers that are driving. Unfortunately, hit our little trap. But that is yeah. canning cars. The prime spot, though, like usually we'd have big groups. Oh, yeah. Huge groups. And so the prime spot had it like trees around it. So a select number of people could get up in the tree and then just watch from above while everybody else has to run and you're and you're all black in the tree just watching people get yelled at. It was the best. You definitely yeah. saw some crazy freakouts then. If I like just imagine now somebody did that 20 year cars. You're driving around on a neighborhood. At least you guys have the predisposure to know that kids do this to fuck with people. I would have mm-hmm. just been like, all right, what's going on? How did this happen? But you'd get out of the car, flip out, or you'd probably just laugh. Be like, ah, I remember when I did that. We'd be the biggest hypocrites in the world if we got mad. I'd be like, you guys could have done a little bit better job, I think. If that happens to me, I straight up might shed a tear of joy. That would be amazing. I, I doubt kids are doing that now because I've never seen it. 
and I haven't ran into anything yet, but uh, that was one that I was thinking long, long about it. I was like, Oh my God, I remember this was awesome. I remember that was awesome. Yeah. So moving on to the sixth pick, right? Sixth pick of the draft. Yeah. Overall going with the big guns sleepovers. Oh, that was my next one. The bet. And you always had that one kid who like his parents would let him have a sleepover any day of the week. Oh, no problem. Yeah, mine, my parents would always be like, oh, you had one a week ago or two weeks ago. So I didn't get to Classic. have them that much. So when you did, it was just like the greatest. You drink Mountain Dew, play Nintendo 64, go to bed at 5 a.m., probably watch movies you're not supposed to watch. The late night special when we had cable and all the, the naughty movies came on. All the, <laughs> the rated R shit came on at like midnight. And you're the like, cat house. Yeah. All the crazy like HBO special stuff. I'm like, what is going on i didn't even know tv got this weird then you're like if you, we're staying up we're staying up for two next time probably stay crazier up, shit on <laughs> stay up late enough to see the girls gone wild commercials oh yeah he yeah. gets ridiculously inappropriate in the wee hours of the night yeah that so after so that that's completes two rounds right yeah, yeah so let's let's do a recap here so first pick bricky bike jumps sarge first pick night games primarily ghost in the graveyard as you heard yep my first pick wiffle ball second pick for me four square sarge followed up with canning cars which is new to me and probably a decent amount of the listeners out there and then bricky with an absolute gem sleepovers so we're kicking into round three now sarge what's no your... it's it's oh. bricky again Go oh bricky sorry See, bricky, i knew you were gonna fuck it up i knew yeah i knew it, it i knew it all right going into round three, and I am surprised that this pick is still on the board. I am proud to select Ding Dong Ditching. Oh, Dynam- dynamite pick. No, that was my next one, dude. The best. A game that is as old as doorbells. Every neighborhood has that one house that they just freak out every time, and you target them every time. And if they didn't freak out, you wouldn't even go to their house again. But they do, and it's the best. They just yep. open the door for it. And at that age, we're it's like it's like eight fifteen. <laughs> it's not even that late. It's not like two in the morning. <laughs> there was definitely this one house I remember, and we would hit it almost every summer night, and we would get the same reaction. Can't believe he'd never figured out that you know maybe if I don't react, they won't keep coming back. But one time. Someone got caught and we were across the street watching him get yelled at. And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen during the summer growing up. We were just dying. Like that sucks. And he's like, who do you think you are? You think you can just disrupt the peace? Blah, blah. I'm like, who cares, buddy? Like, <laughs> just don't answer the door. Yeah. Just don't make a big deal out of it or else, you know, whatever. Like when we got ding dong ditch, my dad would just look up. All right, whatever doesn't yeah. matter but now i just thought of this no one can ding dong ditch with all those rings the oh, ring now that's true dude kids are ruined that sucks that you still sucks. could you just have to look a little bit more incognito Ski mask no, you can just put on mask. normal mask so yeah. what were the rules for you guys in the ding dong ditch world i don't know if there really was rules See, i think like we'd have a big group and like one person would go yeah and i don't okay. know how he decided it though that's fair. So for us, it was, yeah, sometimes it'd be one person and then we would go like house to house to house. So the next person had to go. And the further you went down, obviously the riskier it gets, because then there could be four or five different neighbors. <laughs> then, then we got a little dicier. So we started playing chicken essentially with ding dong ditch. So all four or five of us would all go up to the door. Boom, 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 boom. And then the last person to stay won. Oh, Whoa. I like Whoa. that wrinkle. Whoa, that was awesome. No yeah, because then you're like, ah, so if you went to the freak out house, everybody's like, yeah, and then, you know, only the, only the strong survived. And like sometimes the, the doors open, the dude's fucking pissed coming out. And you just got to take it. And then you just jet. <laughs> Oh my god. I like that wrinkle. We never did the chicken thing, but no. I like I do remember you wanted to be the ding dong ditcher. Like you wanted mm-hmm. to be the one ringing the doorbell. Absolutely. I mean the, the adrenaline rush was fantastic. Love that stuff. Man, my mind is just buzzing right now. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to being a kid would just be so fantastic. I know. You're just so oblivious. People getting home from like a you know, an eight, ten hour work day, sit down at dinner, boom. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I'd be like, there's just certain days I'd lose my mind. Be like, 
Skills. You'd be the house. You'd be the house. house. (laughs) You'd be the house. Let's go. Hey, Ricky, when you're up here, let's go ding dong ditch him. Done. I don't have a doorbell, so good luck. Well, we can knock, dude. Yeah. Knock away, dude. Knock away. All right. right. Let's go on to pick number eight. All right. So this is kind of borderline of the age, but I still want to do it regardless. Paintball. Oh, I had that on my list. Good paintball was the shit. And I don't ever know why I ever stopped playing, but I had a Titman 98 custom silver with a black flatline barrel. And it was the shit. Do you remember playing at hamburger Hill, Ricky? Yep. So uh, up here in where we grew up, there's now not so much farmland, but there, I mean, just like open land that we could play. And I'm talking like acres upon acres of land with awesome there was a silo there was literally like this hill that we called hamburger hill that if you were on the top high ground you won basically but we play all these different games including capture the flag but we played this game called civil war so civil war was sick so you would literally line up up across and you'd have to load one at a time and try to shoot the other people from across and you just get take steps in closer and closer just like the civil war and it was awesome because you could dodge them from a certain point but then when you got really close <laughs> you're just getting boom but it always did hurt getting hit and you layer up but god paintball was just the, the, the hard asses the hard asses having their like no sleeves on like oh you're so tough bro i'm gonna take one right off the freaking arm yeah skin on paintball on skin it's like you're so tough man then they're welted yeah who cares <laughs> i was totally fine with i mean you just, just put on a sweatshirt Sweatshirt, yeah, sweatpants are good, but uh, nothing was getting worse than getting one right in, in the face, and then the paint goes in your mouth. Ew, that was yucky. Yeah, it doesn't taste very good. Did you guys have eyewear on at all? Well, the whole mask did. You yeah, had the mask. Oh, yeah. you had the full get up. Okay, I was gonna say Civil War sounds crazy. You guys, your neighborhood <laughs> <It> was awesome. <laughs> your neighborhood just sounds bananagrams. Honestly, cannon cars. On top of that, Civil War paintball. <laughs> Just like line up 30 pages from each other and just shoot the shit out of each yeah. other with paintballs. We'd also play the game. Uh, okay, Ricky, do you remember the game? So so one person would just try to run across the field while everyone tries to shoot at them, and we'd all take turns. It was wild. And if you were fast, which I wasn't, you were good because you had to lead them a little bit. But, man, brings up a lot of memories. Parents drop you off. All right, come pick me up in four hours. Hopefully you brought enough CO2. Remember the- <laughs> Yeah. That was the worst. When no. That came out. And then you just got get shot. <laughs> All right, Benny. Ripped. Number three pick for me is going to be trampoline basketball. Whoa, a little slam ball. Yeah, slam ball. Solid dude. pick. That was uh that was pretty fantastic. I had a nice setup. I don't know when we got a trampoline. My mom hated it. Just totally despise the fact that we had a trampoline to alleviate her fears, which still didn't work because there was definitely injuries associated. My dad got us the huge net. So it was like a six foot enclosure, which is kind of standard. And then we had an old basketball hoop right across it. So we just went nuts in there and you're playing knockout or 21 slam ball basketball and just beating the piss out of each other. Just the best thing ever. So people used to come over. All the time. Yeah, prison rules, dude. Prison rules. Jim Carrey. It's uh it was I don't know. I have so many memories doing that. That kind of led up till like freshman year of high school. And then one of my buddies, Cocalus, dude, just we got he got double jumped unintentionally. His head went right into the spoke where the and just gashed his head open. And after that, we were like, All right, this is this is a liability and nobody wants to die. So we started toning it down after that. Ben, so Benny has three like small person competitive games, and all I can do is picture him just getting into fist fights after oh, every 100%. single one of them, <laughs> just biting his tongue, just getting pissed off. Oh, everybody's learning a lot about me. All of my picks are basically like competitive little sports. I just I I love all that stuff. Slam ball was the best, and I definitely got housed a bunch of times because there was bigger friends than me growing up. But I don't know. Throw your weight around. The net was such an insurance policy, dude. You could just check people. It was yeah. it was like uh in Space Jam where the roadrunners just like knocking people across, getting banged out of the net. One dude got ejected over the net. Okay, I was double just about to say yeah. that that's ha- that happened to me, and it was nuts. It was nuts, <laughs> and I somehow grabbed on and I landed like I literally 
grabbed hard enough to like flip and just land right at the uh, yeah. center trampoline. I'm like, okay, that might have been the most amazing Stick thing it. I've ever done. Trampolines are so dangerous. They were the they are. God. I had the biggest fear that my knees were going to bend backwards when I got double jumped. Like I thought for sure they would. Like just hyperextend Willis McGahee, <laughs> both my fucking kneecaps. It's a real thing, dude. Yeah, my sister. So quick story about that. We were screwing around on it before she had like a baseball game or something, a softball game. And she double jumped and she was in gymnastics and all this stuff. So she was kind of acrobatic. She gets bounced super high in the air, lands down on both hands, kind of like straight up, straight arm, breaks her right arm, sprains her left arm. So then she's like, she's in pain and she's freaking out and she goes to the softball game. My dad's like, it's fine, right? You're good. She's like, yeah, I'm good. She's she's like, she's in the outfield. And she's just like crying. And then my dad was like, oh, like you're actually like really hurt. So then they had to go to the ER and then, oh man, the trampoline. Classic Jesus. dad. A couple of months, right? You're fine. Yeah, we're going to the softball game. Come on. It's so. amazing. Benny, you're up again, man. Ooh, okay. This is a really wild card. I don't know if you guys have participated in this. This might be custom to my friend group in Buffalo. But a lot of us had above ground pools and – I think one of the funnest parts of that was there'd be like five or six of us in the pool. You're running around in one circle trying to create a whirlpool. <laughs> and if you get that thing going, dude, that thing is just humming. Yes. Just humming. I dude. know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> then, then, then the goal was to just like float above and see who could last the longest, right? So you're just like kind of floating and you're like flying around, bouncing off the walls, yes, hitting each dude. other. And you're just like, you're in a ball, like hang on, get air if you can, but don't don't let go, dude. Don't, create don't the whirlpool. Fail. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so what is that called? Just the world. I don't know. World the whirlpool. I don't know. Whirlpool. I know exactly what you're talking about, dude. I definitely used to do that too. <laughs> it was amazing, dude. Cause like sometimes, like if you did it for like five minutes, I mean, like I'm talking like nonstop, you could literally spin yourself into oblivion. And all of a sudden, like you don't know which way is up and down. And then you can hit your head on the bottom of the pool because you think it's actually the top. I definitely know what you're talking about. Dude, that thing got humming. And honestly, the most ingenious dad invention because then they don't have to clean the pool at any capacity. Everything gets all funneled up and there's like one little pile of dirt right in the center. They're like, thanks. Glad you guys had a good evening. That's fantastic. Yep. (laughs) All right. I feel like we don't say this. Well, if I don't say this, Brickner, I can't believe you didn't say it already. We would be just shot. But street hockey. Yep. That was on I mine. Mean, obviously, growing up in Minnesota, throwing on the blades and playing in the back of your neighbors, they had the perfect setup, and it was the best going back there, playing street hockey for hours. Dude, do you remember oh chicken? Oh, chicken? yeah. Best oh, yeah. game ever. Yeah, you got, you're going to have to explain it. Okay, so chicken, how far out do you think you were, like, top of the circles? Like, yeah. 20-ish feet? yeah. And so we had street hockey goalie pads. There's one goalie and we'll just say there's five players and you all start out, you know, 20 feet out with a ball and whoever's first starts it. So you take your shot and the next person can't go until you shoot. So sometimes a strategy would be to shoot like immediately after the person just to like catch the goalie off guard. And so once you take your shot, you chase after your ball and just try and score. So the goalie's trying to save five different people all at once. And if you score last, you get a chicken, three chickens and you're out. First person to score then shoots first the next time. Okay. And so you would try and like fake people out. So you would like do a fake shot and then the person behind you would shoot. And that's an automatic chicken. You're the okay. chicken back of the line. And then if you won, you were goalie, right? I thought maybe if you, you stayed, lost. If you lost your goalie. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because no one would play goalie. It got intense because you're not wearing any shin pads or nothing. So you'd be getting sticks to the shins. Oh, yeah. We played prison rules. So you just got to like shoot the ball as far away. As oh, you yeah. Can. Shoot so you're just yeah. running everywhere. Yeah. And then that fence back there, if you shot over the fence, you had like literally open the fence, go find it in the woods and then come back. And yeah, you were screwed. It's kind of like lightning. And well, what do, you, what do you call lightning again, Benny? Knockout. Knockout. Yeah. yeah I was going to say it sounds like knockout for sure. Yeah, pretty much. Another that's another great game. Right. All right, hmm, let's go, Ricky. That might be my next pick. No way. Little oh, foreshadow. Maybe. Lightning and or knockout. Yeah, dude. So many good memories playing that game. We were like, right in your front ha. yard, dude. Yeah, we you were, had a great ha. hoop. It was great hoop because you could lower it super low so we could dunk. <laughs> 
slam dunk fast bunch of hockey players playing basketball no one can actually you know really shoot but my god can we check and and, (laughs) you know god that was so much fun well and the best thing was when someone would put up a shot you could just throw your ball at theirs and then knock it into the next yard but we didn't play very fair no but i like that though i like the uh one of my favorite parts of that was the like the fake outs. If you're in the front of the line, if it ever gets to that point where you run around, you run around, you get to it, and you're like the first one to shoot, you're doing like little pump fakes for so that somebody like heaves their ball, or they like their ball misses, you miss as well, and you just bash it, and then it's gone, and then they're screwed. Then you run yep. back, get a W. Yep. Prison rules, baby. Yep, for sure. We God, we played that all the time. But dang, I like my list a lot. I think I'm gonna win this, boys. You have a good list. I'm not gonna lie. All right. I have my last pick, and it is Saturday morning cartoons. Whoa. Wow. Oh, yeah. Late oh. round sleeper. Dude, freaking Doug. Remember one Saturday morning? <laughs> Doug. <laughs> Recess. Rocket power. Recess rocket and power. rocket power, the go. Oh, dude. And hey, hey Arnold. Was I love him. there yep. for me as well. Dude, so growing up, I didn't have cable until I was probably like in 11th or 12th grade. And so Saturday mornings was like, I didn't have Nickelodeon. So it was like a sanctuary until 10 a.m. when you could call your friends. That was a universal rule. I don't know if you guys had that rule. Universal rule 10 a.m. I don't know how the parents all coordinated that, but you could not call anyone until 10 a.m. So 10 a.m. on Saturday, you know, from when you wake up till then was just cartoons, baby. Frosted Flakes. Oh, yeah. Captain Crunch and Doug. <laughs> Man, we should watch an episode of those. I, I bet they're, we would watch them and be like, huh, I was an idiot. I have Hey Arnold on my computer, actually, because I just just got the Mac back in action. Hadn't been opened in a long, long, long time. So I downloaded like the first four seasons of it. And Hey Arnold is still pretty solid. But really, Rocket Power was disappointing. And I don't know. There was some other one. Remember Cat Dog? Remember that show? <laughs> oh, Cat Dog. I used to love that show. Cat and it dog. stinks. It's <laughs> so bad. I so bad. I can't believe that poison was just consumed. It was so bad. About like Pinky in the Brain. Oh, yeah. That, that was a great theme song. That used to be stuck in my head and just like make up words to it. Another wild card was Dexter. I loved Dexter as a kid. Oh, that oh was a Dexter's good one. Laboratory. Yeah. yeah. D-D. Oh man, <laughs> it was just so fitting, right? It's just like you don't want your sibling touching your shit. That was the whole point of the show. He sneaks in, ruins something, and he's upset. Okay, right, Sarge, last right. pick for you. Mine is doing hood rat things with your friends. You are going that, to need to elaborate on that. That's not canning cars. Yeah, I mean that's part of it. But I went through a stealing stage, some vandalism stage, especially on new houses and stuff you know just go in there and it was bad like don't incriminate yourself 13 to 15 was just a rebellious age for me you were bad kids yes i I, 100 we used to throw tennis balls at cars snowballs at cars i remember the quick stop quickie mat i remember one time (laughs) i knew the gas attendant or whatever you want to call it he sees me take a candy bar and he goes you gonna pay for that i go nope and just walk right out (laughs) Taking candy bars. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, Gander Mountain, fishing lures. I mean, it was bad. The only thing I know kids did was steal cronies. The cat. The hell's a crony? Dude, yeah. what is a crony? So it was a big face. I don't know why it became popular, but it was the little like air cap on your tire. And it wasn't just like the standard little black cap to like cover it so that your tire didn't leak. There would be like really fancy stuff like dice, skulls, oh. little like medallions and people would steal those. And you know, some of my buddies had like, you know, little baggies they tried to keep like all hide <laughs> hidden and stuff. And then it was cool. It was like a cool, it was like card collecting, but it was like you had to steal it. So that was definitely, that was Sarge's level. So yeah. when you say vandalizing, and we don't have to totally, you know, you can plead the fifth a little bit. What what does that mean to you? What were you doing? It was mostly with like foundation houses, but like steal all the nails, may or may not break some things. <laughs> if I found spray paint, I would do that too. I mean, it was, it was just a lot of fun. There's nothing better than just breaking shit. I would love to go, you know, when uh, like the playoffs start for Nashville, where they're smashing the car. I want to do that. And I remember in college one time, uh, one of one of my buddies was getting a new windshield replaced, and he's like, "Do you want to hit my windshield with a <laughs> golf club?" And I'm like, "Ah, uh, yes, 
I, and it was a riot. I know that's not middle school, but I know I would just love to do that stuff again. But obviously, I would get arrested. But moving on, Benny, let's yep. let's let's wrap it up here. Close us out, Benny. I'm really really torn. I think I have three more good. We well, get one. I know I'm, I'm really struggling to pick and you guys are throwing in some wrinkles. I, I had it at strictly games you guys have definitely thrown in some activities. So now the horizons are opening a little bit more for me. I'm going to stick to the game. I have to do this. Marco Polo. Oh, all, all time nostalgic game. It was the best. Dude, it was the game. best. Great game. Great I love game. that game. Anybody that had a pool, it was a treat to go over there. I just remember just screwing with people all the time. It was great. You just get to play like mind games on kids. So the best was the do the polo go under, come back up halfway across the pool. Oh, that was the play. Or I'd always try to get as close as possible without them, like, you know, touching me. That was just right on the edge, living on the edge. Love that. Or you try to get out of the pool and just hope they don't hear you. So you don't get the fish out out of water call because that's an automatic you're it. That was a big part of the game because if everybody got out of the pool, then that person lost. But if you stayed... If, if they like caught wind of it, you know, they're like dinking around. They're like touching everything, banging into walls. Fish out of water is always a good call. Whoa, I, I did wrong. not know that. I, I did not know that. Man, I didn't know you could even do that. I, I loved your little wrinkles on these games just halfway across the country. I wish you would have had these rules. I We always had to stay in the pool from what I remember. But damn. I mean, you, you technically do, but. You know, no, I knew that yeah. you could get the fish out of water, but I did not know the way to win was to get everybody out of the water. That mm. I didn't know. So it's a challenging feat because it's especially if it was an under or like an underground pool, I feel like it was definitely easier to hop out, but not really any of my buddies had underground pools. So you had to like hop the wall, you know, the four foot wall when you're like four feet. So you're Super like, quiet. I remember like one of my buddies like laying on it and the dude's like right there. He's about to touch him and he like rolls over and we won. It was the best. <laughs> and then again, going back to the whirlpool game, obviously I spent a lot of time in pools. We would do the whirlpool. And, and play Marco Polo. Oh, because then you tough. then you were like, it was difficult to maintain your balance and your poise. So we just wanted to make it as hard as possible. And it, That's it, fantastic. it was the best. On top of Marco Polo, I have to get an honorable mention out there. Well, yeah, we're all get, we're all gonna do it. For me, the honorable mention is cup stacking. Do you guys remember <laughs> that? <laughs> yeah, I you fucking you... loser. Oh, dude, I love that, dude. So many people got into it. I loved cup stacking. It was the best. It started Aaron, getting on ESPN. Everything was getting <laughs> mental. You're doing the freaking thing. I don't know. I loved it. All my buddies had it. We just literally used to play it for hours so you could win. You guys are a bunch of losers. <laughs> cup stacking. <laughs> no way. Freaky. In gym class, you're like. Who in the hell likes cup stacking? <laughs> <laughs> Benny and his boys loved it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, are you kidding me, dude? Oh, geez, oh, Louise. I'm that's serious. Honestly, dude, I, I could probably <laughs> find the set at my parents' house. Oh, my God. No, please, dude. Please, please find, find it. it and it was please amazing. make a video. I can oh. still do it. I, we'll think. Time I don't it. know. It was difficult. We were always just trying to compete for that world record because then you could try to get into like the, the trials and you know once dude it, you were dead edited. serious about cups. Oh, we were all like dead ass serious. Like a couple of my friends had the the glow in the dark cups, so you could do it at night to like practice and shit. It was hilarious. They'd be like in their room, bang, hit the slap mat, you're good to go. Oh my! <laughs> I, I wear that with a badge of honor. I love that game. You ask any of the buddies I had in grammar school, they're all going to say the same. It was one of the the inside goat activities. All okay. right, Sarge, what's your what's your honorable mention? Wave pools. Good wave bit. pools. I loved going to the wave pool, um, especially on a tube. There was a part in the wave pool where you could really ride the waves, and then you just smash into people. You know, I'm surprised no more people don't drown in wave pools. Honestly, like kind of wild, but I loved going to the wave pool back in the day. Ricky, yeah, I was between bonfires and slip and slides. Slip and slide. Yeah, slip and, slip slide. and slides for sure. So yeah, I got a bunch left on my list still, but I think I won. We'll see. We'll see. And listeners, I know we missed a bunch, but um, we would love to hear some of the things that you loved to do when you were younger we could go on and on and on seriously i mean so many other ones that i have it's crazy oh i know like tubing behind a boat yep i had that on there oh my god do you remember uh going to one of our buddies and getting johnny air johnny air yeah and then if i went tubing right now 
I would dislocate my shoulder guaranteed just snap. But uh, you guys are throwing me for a loop. I had a very different idea of the top five for like summer activities. I met, I was like going straight off like games. Like I have like torpedo hockey and like, Oh, that was fun too. smear the torpedo hockey. Yeah. You play like in a, in a pool and you're underground and you get a little, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Torpedo along. Like I have all this weird, like, competitive shit i got one more that i i was thinking about saying but i didn't but uh going on aol oh that would have been a good one yeah. aim yep Mattle faddle 14 look it up what i'm not even gonna say mine it was so lame it was so bad it was so so embarrassing i can't you even, have to it. it was n dame prospect because i love notre dame and i <laughs> was such a loser <laughs> It was so bad. It was so bad. So embarrassing that that's what I picked. Oh my God. I was probably like fifth grade. Yeah. <laughs> we would always make like, or like have our friends make stupid ones for us. And the one I remember that mine was, was I'm a underscore stud. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. I love that. We're wrapping it up on that. Once again, thank you all for listening. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we did. We could have gone on for like three hours here, but uh, spread the word, you freaking turds. As always, thank you for tuning in each and every week to Life Through Our Lens. We hope y'all had a safe and happy 4th of July, and everyone came out with all 10 fingers and toes. We had a riot recording this episode and plan to do more It's Called Fives every once in a while, so if you have a good idea or a category, reach out and send us a DM, we might just use what you got. Make sure to keep an eye on our Instagram account, at lifethroughourlens00, and cast your vote for who you think has the best top five. I'm 100% biased, but I like my lineup. Now, I want to take this time to do something a little bit different and personally congratulate my dad on his recent retirement. So congrats, my man. He's one of the hardest workers I've ever met and never complains about anything. I mean anything. So it is definitely well-deserved. If I'm half the dad that he is, my future kids are going to be pretty lucky. Dad, I hope you're listening to this with your feet kicked up and a beard in your hand. Enjoy retirement and just know that I am super jealous. Anyways, that's all I got this week, so we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye!